Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Kings of Anglia Ipswich Town podcast. My name is Andy Warren and I am here to bring you a chat that I've had with a former Ipswich Town great in Frank Yallop. He played hundreds of games for the club through the 80s and then into the 90s as well. But he's not here to talk about that right now. He's here to talk to me about Ipswich Town's new owners. He, he knows very, very well. He's worked under Brett Johnson, Mark Detmer and Berke Bakai during his time as head coach at Phoenix Rising, where he's seen firsthand what they've done at that football club. And he could not be more excited. So let's just get straight over to it. Here's me and Frank talking about the new owners of Ipswich Town. OK, so here we are with a, a true Ipswich great, Frank Yallop, and a man who knows better than most about what might just be about to happen at, at Portman Road. How are you doing, Frank? I'm doing well, thank you, Andy. Thank you. Yeah, good. Thank you for joining us. Where in the where in the world are you at the moment? I live in Los Gatos, California, which is pretty close to San Jose. Um, about, uh, well, about 60 miles south of uh, San Francisco and about probably, I don't know, 50 miles east of, sorry, west of San Jose in California. Bay Area. Los- Nice, nice and warm. I've been out in the cold at Portman Road today. Absolutely freezing. <laughs> it is quite warm. I think I got a bit of a sunburn actually, a, a little bit. I was, out, <laughs> I was out yesterday in Monterey. Um, our new club's being built down there, or not built, but just starting. So I was out doing some work down there, and uh, was out caught out in the sun. So um, I got to watch myself. I got to get the sunblock on. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, very nice place uh, to, to live. So exciting. Yeah, sounds like a wonderful place to be. You say use the word exciting there. It's been a really exciting week at Portman Road, as I'm, as I'm sure you know. There's a there's a new ownership group in town. Um, things are looking up for Ipswich, and um, mm. it's a group of people that that we don't know an awful lot about over here. But you, mm. but you do. You've you've worked for these guys. You've worked for them in in Phoenix, in Arizona. And how how do you feel, kind of seeing that a, a group of people that you know now in charge of a club that you played so many football matches for mm. during a, a long career. Yeah, I'm really, really happy. You know, I, I, I met these, this group. I met Brett Johnson, um, first of all, God, it must be four or five years ago, right before. He was the one who kind of got me, um, uh, the, not the job, but interviewed me for the job. In, in, um, it used to be called Arizona United, and they changed the, uh, the name to Phoenix Rising um, after about the first year I was there. And it was always a short, uh, short-term thing for me to be, go to Phoenix because – um, what I wanted to do is move my family back to this area because that's what we're familiar with and, and we wanted to settle here. So I, I took that job um, and Brett was one of the first guys that I met from the ownership group. Um, but he he, um, he built up that whole ownership group, and, and sort of not himself, but um, basically got Burke, Burke Bakai involved and Mark Deppner's the three guys that are kind of, um, you know, fronting, the, fronting the, uh, the ownership group. And they're wonderful, really, really nice guys. But very forward-thinking, very um, experienced, and really um, now they've done a great job with Phoenix. I think that you know I feel really, really good about what they're going to be doing at Ipswich. And um, actually, Burke did joke to me. Um, he said, "I'm going to blame you for buying Ipswich." I went, well, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, because I said to him, I think we were talking, you know, maybe over a dinner or something one of these times, you know, a few years back." And he said, "What clubs in England do you think a good club to try and buy?" And I went, "Well, to buy my old club, Ipswich. I love them." And, you know, you'd be, you guys would be great to do that. So um, he did blame me about two weeks ago when I spoke to him. The deal wasn't done yet, but we were chatting. And um, yeah, it's a pretty good story. But uh, yeah, he blames me for this. So I'm glad I'm glad it's all happened. So for me, it's a fantastic thing. These guys are forward thinking. They're, 
they want to get get the club back to where it should be, you know, whether it's Premiership or obviously first things first, get into the Championship and then build it from there and, and you know, hopefully go for that Premiership um, um, spot, which is obviously not easy to do. Um, but but these guys are very committed and, and good fellas. How much have they picked your brain along the way with this? Because obviously it, it, they needed to know about this football club. There's lots of people they could ask, but but you'd be surely near the top yeah. of that list. It's it's been, um, and I think this is the, sort of the quality of the people that you're dealing with. They didn't really say much about what's going on, and I and I think that was correct because you know they didn't want it to get leaked. They didn't want it to sort of um, be secondhand or any of those sort of things that come out normally when something sort of gets you know bounced around decisions and asking people. And they trust me, so we spoke a little bit about everything, um, but not to too much. And and you know I saw so I sort of saw the news before. Um, I spoke to Brett, so I saw the news sort of come through from everyone in Ipswich, and then me and Brett have, 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 have exchanged. Um, well, me, Brett, and Burke, and 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 Mark have exchanged texts. We haven't chatted yet, so um, that's the integrity of these guys that they never said really anything. They asked me a few questions, obviously fan base. You know, what was it like if we, we, we kind of get going? I said, <laughs> you wouldn't be a better club that the fans will really get behind the team and you and and the manager and all the things. If as long as they're seeing everything done right and, and correctly and um, they 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 really like that. So yeah, we we chatted a little bit, but not too much. So if this kind of gets gets going in the way we all hope, and uh, and things are as successful as we all hope, there'll be a fair bit to thank thank you for, won't there? Because I think uh, Brett was saying at his introductory kind of press conference the other night that that you maybe planted the seed, mm. the Ipswich seed. Was it was it back come twenty sixteen time? That's when you it guys was. were together. It was, yeah, me, yeah, and again they they blame me for all this, but that's good. <laughs> but uh, no, I I said that you know I, I obviously I love the club and I spent many 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 years and great memories um, and still have great friends there. So you know it's, it's obviously close to my heart, dear to my heart, and I, I you know they asked me that 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 what clubs would be worth you know um, or not worth looking at to purchase, and that was the top of the list for me. So. Um, there were some other clubs that I might have thrown in there, but I didn't really want to say them because I wanted to to get interested in this one. And uh, um, I'm I'm so happy it's worked out. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, really, that mm. we've gone from a conversation in 16, or you know, Brett's got a better memory than I do, probably. But um, you know, uh, over dinner, and all of a sudden, here we are. They you know they purchased the club with a great group, and uh, you know, brighter things are gonna 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 happen, hopefully, uh, in the future. What what is it that they've done at Phoenix that kind of has has got people going and and has got you quite so excited about what they are as a, as an ownership group? What what is it that that they've got about them? Yeah, they're very forward thinking. So they wanted to be the best club in the USL, which championship, which is our league, and they've done that in in a three year spell, three or four years, excuse me, um, spell. They've actually uh, have done that. You know. The, 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 the crowds are not obviously quite as big as the ones, you know, that we, we see it to, in, in England. But, you know, to fill out a 6,500-seat stadium right away, now they're expanding and moving that, excuse me, they're moving that um, their venue and building a new stadium for 10,000. So um, they're, they're always forward-thinking. You know, I, I was allowed to sign players you know, on, a, on, a, on a good budget where we could be successful. I, I shot, signed um, Sean Wright Phillips, who everyone knows in, in the UK, you know, it's a little bit older at this time, but it's okay. A really big name, good player. Jordan Stewart, another player um, that I signed um, from, uh, he, he came to me in, uh, at San Jose when I was there, but I knew him from, from the UK. And the club signed 
just as I was sort of leaving or in between me sort of saying, look, I've done my job here. I'm ready to sort of move back home. Um, they signed Didier Drogba. And, you know, for I mean, that's that's a big that's a big name. I don't care who you are. That's yeah. a big, big name to sign. So they're not afraid of things like that. And I think that, you know, I feel that they're going to, you know, um, I don't know what the funds funds are, are going to be available, but they're not afraid to to really go for it and, and make sure that the the manager or the or the coach coaching staff have the tools to be able to succeed. And I think that that was big for me. They said, Frank, what do you think? And I, I explained everything. We just need to be better than most. And we, I, with my managing, you know, not style or whatever, I I feel I can win. So that was a big, the big thing I take out of 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 what uh, their time with with uh, with Phoenix and they're still there, obviously. But they're really doing a fantastic job mm-hmm. of getting the best. I think the best, especially in the West. There's two divisions, West and East. Definitely the best top team in the in the West, and and not only on the field but off it as well. Yeah, I, that's key, I think, because because Ipswich Town needs some love on the pitch. We know that. I've just watched them draw nil nil, and for the second successive game, not have a shot on target. They need some love on the pitch, but I think the club needs a bit of love off the pitch as yeah. well in terms of relationships with fans. What have they done there? Because obviously it seems like they're building a club and they're building a fan base and they're building a relationship between a, a sports team and a and a city that's got it already got a fair few sports teams in it. So so they what do. are they doing to do that? Well, they, they, you know, I think most of the clubs, when they start out here, you know, talk about being a community club. And I think that, They've done a great job of being in the community. I did a ton, ton of stuff, um, you know, off, off, away from the from, from the training field or the or the uh, stadium, you know, to make sure that I was, you know, integrated with the with the community. All, all our players were available for appearances all the time, and I think that they really built up that trust of the fan base. Um, that they, you know, they're behind them. They want to make sure that, um, you know, when they come to the stadium, they'll be well taken care of. You know, we'll do the best we can to win, um, and we'll be and we'll take care of it when, when, when you need it. And I think that that's that's the big thing that I take away from it. There, again, I, I use the word forward thinking. They are. I think that they really do think things through, and they want the best for you know the fans. And I think that's the most important thing and the club. But it just it filters down to new fans, right? Like people haven't haven't been to a game at Phoenix, and you know they hear about the club and the good things they're doing in hospitals and whatever they're doing around around the area. Um, then they become fans and it just builds a fan base. But um, I think that I agree with you. You know, obviously we've been, you know, beaten down a little bit at Ipswich. You know, we need a we need a fresh boost, and I think that this is the perfect time. And I think whether we get promotion this year, I'm, I'm you know, really hopeful that it will happen the following year. Um, I'm sure it will. And obviously, once we get back into the championship and start to grow, grow again, um, you know, the aim is obviously to to really. Get, get to the top of that division and, and get in the premiership. You're still keeping a pretty firm eye on Ipswich, I, yeah. I bet, but even more so now, I'd imagine. I will say it's the first result I do look at each each time. I usually go through and then, you know, I pop right through all the premiership ones. We've we got a lot of premiership games on here, yeah. on the TV, so I usually, I, they're early morning, so I either, um, you know, not tape them anymore, but whatever they do, um, save them and then, uh, but my first first thoughts are straight to Ipswich. How do they do? And um, you know, I usually sometimes if I can, I'll, I'll sort of watch the highlights or the or the running the running thing on the game. But um, yeah, it's it's dear to my heart, and I, I you know it's it's not heartbreaking that we're down there, but you know it, it's tough to look at. And um, but again, this is the new beginning, and 
let's hope we can we can you know jump straight back either this year or the following year. Yeah, it's um, it's certainly given a bit of hope. I think it, it, something needed to change. Um, three guys coming in, they're calling themselves the Three Lions: um, Brett Johnson, Mark Detmer, mm-hmm. and Berke Bakai. Brett seems to be kind of the front man, mm-hmm. if you will, of that. Yes. Was that was that was that the case at, at Phoenix yeah. as well? Yeah, I would say you know more, I would say Berke was sort of the chairman, and uh, Brett was the the sort of the the, the front guy and the promotional and, and the, the guy that speaks a lot about the club he speaks very well and it's not only um you know that reason he's very smart very very smart man um all three of them are fantastic businessmen and 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 soccer nuts and i think that you know he's that word soccer but football crazy um and you know to to buy a, a club in the uk when they already own one in the states and then you know to come back and forth and all those things it's going to be sort of it, it, not easy to do with the families and I know they've got young families. Um, so they're really committed to make this work. And I think that that's, that's good. I, and I, you know, we, we talked a little bit, they won't be sort of um, distant that they, they'll, they'll, you know, someone like Brett and Burke and, and Mark will be guys that will be around the club, making sure that things are right. Um, and once it's running well and, and all that stuff, then they can maybe sort of, you know, maybe step back a little bit and make sure it's, it's run from afar. But I know that they will be hands on with this club and, and um, which, which is great. We need that. Yeah. What What does what What's What's Brett like to work for? I'll, I'll kind of run through these one at a time, if that's okay, because we're still trying yeah. to get to know the guys that yeah, are involved great. here. What's yeah. What's um What's Brett like to work for? He seems and, very well educated in the game. He is. Yes, he is. You know, he, he, we'll we'll chat on some some things, and he's educated me about things about the USL Championship that maybe I hadn't heard. Or so he's right on top of everything. So. You know, he's a very, very smart, very smart man, very, very good person and um, honest. And I think that's that's kind of what you want. You don't want, um, you know, to be deceived with anything. I think that um, everything they've said, they're going to, when they say it, they'll do it or try to do it. And yeah, Brett's, uh, Brett's a great guy. I speak to him regularly. We probably speak every, before this, he's kind of shot me out a little bit because he was busy. <laughs> um, but we would speak every two, three, four weeks, something like that. Just catch up. How are we doing? You know. All that stuff, but um, yeah, no, you, you'll enjoy him. He's, he's a you know fun, fun guy to talk to, and um, but but a solid guy, and and um, you know again, great 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 guy for speaking in, on behalf of our club. What does he kind of bring bring to the party in terms of an ownership sense? What 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 is his kind of area of expertise? Would you say in running the club? Yeah, so he's very good at um, you know putting sort of groups together and 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 getting them all on the same page, and it's not easy, right? So you if you get a you know as a group of people trying to buy anything, you've got to get them to to believe it's the right thing to do and all those things. And Brett's an expert at that. Um, I, I think not, I think, but he does that for sort of for a living, putting together things like you know business plans and stuff. So yeah, very very smart guy, very very. Um, you know, again, I, I can keep saying the same things, but, um, you know, and I use this this term way back as, you know, we're in good hands now. And that that's what I feel. You know, I don't feel it's like, oh, I don't know if it's going to work. It's like, it's going to work. You know, we're, we're going to, these guys will make it work. It's just, you know, how long uh, it takes and, and things like that. Mm. What about Burke? He's, uh, I believe he's got a, a, a Turkish background, obviously. He does. A, a football hotbed over there that if there's yeah. certainly countries 
there aren't many countries as passionate about their football yeah. as as Turkey, and he's clearly got some contacts as well because I believe it was him that that brought Didier Drogba over, wasn't it? So, what he what did. does he bring to the to the table? Yeah, leadership qualities, very strong character. Um, he um, Brett um, introduced him to um, the Phoenix Rising Group, and you know they needed obviously to to have a good, strong um, uh, ownership group in at that club, and you know Brett got that that group together. So, and Burke was one of those, and. You know, I've known you know I've known Burke now four years, and and great again, great solid person, family man, driven soccer fan, good great friends with Didier Drogba, um, you know, crazy on you know, I got it this right, Galatasaray, um, so you know stuff like that. It's just they they you know he, he was looking at an opportunity to get into soccer or soccer in the states, but obviously football in Europe, and I think this this is a great great way for these guys to do that and. You know they want to. They have big dreams, and I think that's that. That's the thing that pleases me. That um, they're not just going to sit on their hands and mm-hmm. you know we bought the club and you see how it goes. You know I think it's going to be a a bigger thing than that, where they want to drive stuff, you know, and give support to obviously the the manager and 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 you know the play the players and the staff and all those things that you know monetarily. I would think there being um, some some you know obviously some input and money put into the club to to you know, succeed and, and get to the goals they want to get to. And um, But great guy. Yeah, both very good people. I speak to them, you know, probably a little bit more than Berkey because he's more busy, but uh, or more um, sort of in his business uh, dealings. But yeah, good guys. And um, I, I do know the fans are going to really enjoy these guys. You know what? I think I think Mr. Drogba could probably still do a job up top for Ipswich. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we can uh, twist Burke's arm to get his man there to come go. come back and play up front. Yeah. He'd certainly certainly add something. But I think Mark Mark Detmer's the one that we don't really know an awful lot about. I think those two, Brett and Burke, are a bit more public facing. Mark maybe not so much, but yeah. Brett's made it very very clear that he's really important to he this. Is. Like there's yeah. no passengers here. Yeah, I think that uh, there's always going to be frontmen and people that speak, and and but Mark, I've known quality person. Of, um, I don't know him as well as Burke and um, and, and Brett, but um, you know my dealings of, of of meeting him and and working with him, fantastic. They're all the same on the same page. Good guys, you know. I I went to the Phoenix Open golf tournament with with Mark. We had a good time, you know. Had a good ch- chats and just about football and just you know they're just interesting people and and they've committed and. You know, a fantastic businessman with all these endeavors he's done. Um, and, you know, again, I haven't spoke to Mark, but we've texted each other. They're really excited about this. And that's what I like to hear. You know, people when they're super yeah. excited to just to get going and get over and kind of, you know, let's get this thing rolling. So, um, yeah, but Mark, all three of the guys are wonderful people. But, uh, again, you know, safe hands is a word I keep using. By the sounds of things, that the current Ipswich manager Paul Cook is going to is going to enjoy working working for these guys. There's obviously a cha- there's a chairman on the ground. There's there's Mike O'Leary and there's a, a CEO coming in British based. Mm-hmm. But in terms of working for the owners, it, it sounds like Paul Cook's going to yeah. going to enjoy this relationship. Not a problem. I had absolutely zero zero problems um, with with the group and, and the ownership. They were always 100 percent behind me and whatever I did and, and backed me to the to, to the full. And, you know, I know they're going to do the same thing and you can't win every game. So it's not going to be, oh, you know, we didn't win this weekend. What happened? You know, there's ups and downs. We just want to see a pro- – all they said to me is we want to see some progress and, you know, we want to get to this point in, in our 
um, a club where we're sort of selling the stadium out. We have a good team. We don't need to win every every week. We don't need to win the championship, but we need to, you know, see some progress. And and I like that. You know, I like to be pushed myself when I'm in in that role. And I'm sure that you know Paul Cook will feel the same, where they'll give him the backing and and make sure that they, he feels that that uh, it's not about you know one Saturday afternoon. It's about a a, a, a you know a catalog of work. You'd have played against Paul, wouldn't you? Would you have come across him in your yeah. in your playing days? I'm trying to think. He's, he's I think he's a bit younger than I am. I'm not going to say how old I am, but, <laughs> but I think he, I think he's a little bit young. But yes, I'm trying to think of the clubs he played at. Um, he was at he was at Norwich, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, very very briefly. I yes. don't know if he played against Ipswich. I think he was at Covent, Coventry. Was was Coventry where he was. was where, yeah. And that's probably I imagine that's probably where you might have crossed paths yes. with him in the in the yeah. Premier League. Yeah, in those, those early. How old is he? 54. 54, yeah, I'm 57 now. So, yeah, we'd have played, we'd have played against each other at some yeah. point, I would think. Yeah. Um, he's uh, got a big, big job on his hands. It's going to be a busy be a busy summer at Ipswich. Most of the squad are out of contract. Um, yeah. There's going to be yeah. a lot of transfers incoming and a lot of exits as well. It, it seems like you guys at Phoenix, both in your time there and in the subsequent years, they've they, They've kind of traded well in the in in the in the player market. Yes, yeah. I mean, over here it's a little bit different to, to well, it's pretty similar to England, where when people are out of contract, you pick them up. There's we we didn't really transfer many players, if not any. Um, we did a few loans with some MLS teams, stuff like that. So, or that's coming into to um, fruition now in the in the USL more. But yeah, we did okay. We cleaned out you know the whole team from basically from. Arizona United. My first year was real tough. We had, I would, and I'm not joking. We would have 800 people at games. Really? And yeah. And then they changed everything. Got all this ownership group together, built it up. I signed um, those two guys that I spoke about, Sean Wright Phillips and and uh, Jordan Stewart. And then I got a I got a chance to sign Omar Bravo, who was a top goal scorer for Chivas, uh, Guadalajara, and played for the Mexican national team for many years. And very very good player. Good good guy. You know, a little bit maybe past his best at the time when I had him at 36, 37. But again, a big name where it lifted the lifted the spirits of everybody in the city. And and we, you know, ended up, we opened the season up with, you know, selling out with 6,000 6, crazy fans and they've not stopped since. So, you know, they know how to build up momentum. They know, these guys know how to build a club and build, do the right things to make sure that the fans are not, you know, cheated along the way and make sure that they know that, you know, that these three or these three gentlemen with their group are, um, 100% behind the club and and, and the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's obviously a slightly different challenge, isn't it, in terms of building a club, whereas mm-hmm. here they're coming in needing to kind of refresh a club that's got right. more than a hundred hundred years of history. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Do you think they're in a you know they'll be coming in with their eyes open, won't they? They'll they'll know yeah. you'll have you'll have told them what's uh, absolutely what's required. It's a slightly different challenge. Yeah, but, but any time you go into it, it is. But any time you go into a uh, you know any new club, even if it's established or not, you have to change things. So you have to you know a lot of the players, not a lot, but players that are not needed will have to go, and new new players will come in, and that's the way it goes for forever and ever with every club. It's just making the right decisions with the players and having the right resources to get the players that you you know you have to spend millions, but you need to be able to get the type of players that you, you know are going to get you out of the division or at least be in the top six or whatever your 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 you know your plans are 
um, you've got to be backed with that. And I think that they knew that with, with me. I think they know that w- what they need to do at Ipswich because, you know, obviously it's not quite good enough yet to um, be in the top six, playoff spot or the top two. So they'll look at that and, and you know, sit down with everybody at the club, you know, the important people, Paul and the, the managing director and all those things that uh, go into that and say, this is the this is the plan, these are the funds. You know, we need to go out and, and now, you know, it's up to you guys to, to establish the, a good team um, and get us promoted. And I think that um, that's, their, that's their aim. Um, you know, that's what they said straight away. It was like, we want to get Ipswich promoted. I think, thank you. <laughs> so mm-hmm. do I. So it's, yeah. it's good. Yeah. It seems like they demand success and that's not a bad thing, is it? No, but not in a bad way. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a helping along the way, but, you know, we all got the same goal. You know, Brett said to me when we first thing, he said, we've got 800 people coming to games, not even that. Yeah, we want to sell out a stadium. So I thought, okay, I like I like the I like the start, you know, because I don't want to sit there managing a team. That's, I wouldn't have took the job if Brett didn't. I would not have took that job if Brett wasn't pushing me to take the job. And I took it on his word, and he was correct, which is huge for me, because you know, again, I say go back to it. He's an honest person. He told me we're going to build this club, we're going to change the name, we're going to do this. We've got a great backing group. We're going to do it. We're going to and all of a sudden best club in the country. In the league, or the West, I should say, but yeah. I would say in the country, in in our league, USL Championship, not MLS. Yeah. What What about the fan experience at, at games? Because I think that's something that's probably lacking at Portman Road at the moment. It's mm. in terms of in terms of a match day experience for a, a supporter. What What was the atmosphere like, and, and what what were what were fans kind of what were fans up to at, at games? Yeah, it's almost obviously it's, it's different. Um, it's not as traditional. It's more of a some fans are new to the sport, so you know they're going there for the first time. They're going there to see what it's all about. Um, you know, fans of uh, Ipswich Town or any any club in around the world or UK, um, they know they're going to watch the game and they're interested in the result and interested in the players. And it's not so much the razzmatazz around that, but I, I think that they did a really good job in Phoenix of of not making it too razzmatazz and Americanized, if that's a word I can use when being American and living here now. But uh, um, I thought they did a great job of making it, you know, soccer first, but, you know, easy to park, easy to get in, easy to, to you know, access whatever they needed to do at the game, food, drinks or whatever. They just run it really well. And I think that, um, you know, then another fella um, that I was close to as well was the, was the, was the kind of the manager when they say manager, he was a business manager named Bobby Dooley. He run. He had a great relationship with those, with that group and those three guys, and he did a great job of, of listening to them, doing the job what they was needed at the stadium, uh, for a great experience for the fans. And you know, it won't be razzmatazz, but it'll be, it'll be um, you know easier to. to I haven't been to a game for a while now at Ipswich, so I'm looking forward to coming back and watching the match, and uh, you know. And have some, you know, some life and soul around the around the stadium, and some optimism. I was going to say, this is surely this is going to tempt you over soon, isn't it? Tempt you over it to is. Suffolk, back to Suffolk. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I've been back. I mean, COVID's obviously stopped a lot of stuff, but myself and my wife, uh, Karen's from my wife, Karen's from Ipswich. So, um, and obviously, I spent a lot of lot of years um, there. So we always go back at least once or twice. Well, Karen goes back every year, but. I'll probably go once every two years, but I, I can't wait to get back and and um, hopefully I can sort of come back with with the guys um, that are you know um, you know taking over the club and um, 
kind of show them around a little bit. I haven't been back for a while, but uh, at least introduce them to some great people that, uh, as I am, all we want is the best for Ipswich Town. And I think that um, there's a lot of ex-players, a lot of people around the, the city and, um, and of the town that want the same want the same thing. They're going to love it, aren't they? Brett was saying the other day he's not he's not been over to Ipswich, he's not been to Portman Road yet. Amazing that you can buy a football club having never set eyes on it, but um, they're going to love it, aren't they? When they get over and finally yeah. really start to get involved. Yeah, once they once they see the, the the town, the stadium, training sites, fantastic, right? So yeah. you've got everything there, everything there, and if, it's, if they don't think it's nice, they're going to blame me because I told them to buy the club. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to get in trouble either way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I tell you what, the, going back to the fan experience, actually, the one the one thing that's got Ipswich fans going the most is that I think Brett has, uh, there's a, a video going around where he talks about $1 beer night at, at Phoenix. <laughs> and uh, I think yeah, that's got a, few fan, got a few fans going. I think if he needs to introduce that over here now. Otherwise, it's all going to feel a bit of a letdown, I think. That's funny. Yeah, I'll have to remind <laughs> him about that when I, when I speak to him soon. But... Uh... Yeah, they'll have um, you know they'll have some ideas, and, and why not? It's great. What, you keep doing the same thing; it's not always good, right? So let's change things up. Let's get this you know let's get this club lively and fun, and you know again, I use the word optimistic. Um, great, you know we need it, and again, you know we've got to do things on the field, but off the field is important too because fan experience and and people going down with the you know their families and they want to go there and have a good time as well as you know win. Yeah, and um, another thing he's mentioned is is the possibility of kind of almost player exchanges, some young Ipswich players potentially getting some experience both in mm. Phoenix and I know he's got a club up in um, Rhode Island as well that's he on does. the way. And then the other way around as well, he said he'd love nothing more than to see some American yeah. American yeah. talent in the Ipswich Town first team. Is is, is the standard in, in the USL good yeah. enough for, for both of those things to happen? It, it is. It's changing a lot. Um, you know, I, I've been in the game a long time over here, you know, starting in 2001 as a head coach, but 96 when I started playing. So that's a long time ago. I've noticed a massive difference in the USL championship level. Um, obviously, the MLS has really, really took off, but the lower level, the championship level of USL has really, really improved. And I think there's, there's players that can can make that jump for sure. Um you know, uh, and I always sort of compare it to a lower end sort of championship type team. Um, you know, Phoenix Rising had a good team. You know, at the end, they, they were good. And, you know, it's always a different... If, if you flew them into Ipswich and you played them on a Tuesday night and it's maybe not quite the, the conditions that they used to, it might be not the best. But, you know, to play against Phoenix at their place, it's a tough game. And there's some talented, talented players over there. Yeah, and I think the standards really improved and I think that that could that could well work I mean I'm number three on the list now with you know I've been trying to get players from Ipswich for I don't know how many years 20 years so <laughs> I, I need to be somewhere thought about in this one because I'd love to nothing better than have an Ipswich player on loan at uh, my club in Monterey yeah that would be great wouldn't it for some I think at the moment there's so there are a few young Ipswich players that have been kind yeah. of stuck in the stuck in the system they need to play and if if yes. they can if they can get on a on a pitch at a good standard in a good country with some yeah. some good clubs, that yes. could be brilliant for Ipswich, couldn't it? Yeah, so, oh, absolutely. I mean, there's there's only only way you learn real, you know, the real sort of ins and outs of the game is you got to play first team football because it's you know it's points at stake. It's it's you know it's going to be crowds. It's it's what it's all about, and it's not about training. You know, a lot of the players I played with way back didn't really like training. They just wanted to play the games. 
because they wanted to win and and beat their opposition and and get in front of the fans. And I think that um, there's nothing better, no better feeling than that for any young player that's that's coming, you know, coming coming from a you know, saying a, a reserve team or a youth team, they get a chance to play in a you know first team game for anybody. There's you know a nice crowd. There's there's noise. It's buzzing. It's and it means something. And I think that that that's the big difference. I'm just looking forward to the preseason tour. Surely, surely Ipswich Town, <laughs> surely Ipswich Town are heading for Arizona in the in the uh, coming I'm, years. It, it beats Colchester in Cambridge in July. I'll go. tell you that. And you just have, I have to tell Brett about it. I have to just pump you know pop over to the coast to Monterey because I'm starting to team up. And actually, next year, 2022. Um, I had a team in Fresno that I worked with and was um, general manager and coach. Uh, not coach, excuse me, just general manager. Um, that I got asked to go with that group. Now we've bought a team right by Car- uh, Carmel, which is Pebble Beach, Monterey. Beautiful. I mean, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm sort of can't believe my luck right now. But um, <laughs> that starts in 2022. I'm working for the club right now. So I'll have to tell Brett, you've got to come. It's just to go to Phoenix and then over to, over to Monterey on the coast by Pebble Beach. And, uh, have to bring all the all the press as well. You have to come, Andy. Absolutely, that sounds right. That sounds the like per, the Good. perfect idea. Oh, I dread to think how many fans oh, would go. It would be brilliant, be wouldn't it? I'll be able to work out a hotel deal in Monterey. I'm sure I'll be able to get them <laughs> in there for a pretty good deal. I was going to ask you kind of what what's going on in the football world for you, but that that all sounds very exciting. What what um what level is that at, and 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 what's the aim? Yeah, it's a USL Championship, so it's the yeah. same as uh, same as Phoenix Rising. So same. Um, the, this ownership group um, that, that I'm, I've stayed with has uh, had a team in Fresno. We try to get a stadium deal, and, and over here you're allowed to move franchises. I know it sounds a little bit um, different to obviously what we're used to in in in, uh, in England, but they, they allow you to move. So uh, our owners, um, he lives he lives Ray Bash off his name as he lives in this area, pretty close to me. Uh, but he's he bought a house or sorry built a house down in uh, Monterey or Pebble Beach area. So he was looking to move it, and he spoke to the University um, of Monterey Bay, and they said, "Look, you know, if you can pay for the stadium on our site that's already there, renovate it, fix it up, we'll let you move the team there." So we, you know, cut a long story short, did the deal. Here we are. We're just about to start the renovation on the stadium. It's on a campus of um, Cal State Monterey Bay, and so it's there's like nine thousand students there, so they're going to love it. We've got uh, Salinas close by. We've got Monterey. We've got Pebble Beach. We've got Carmel. Um, a nice sort of catchment area. Won't be a big club. I just want to be one of the small, you know, well-run small club. And um, that's the aim. So uh, we start playing 2022, same league as as uh, Phoenix Rising. So I'm looking forward to beating them. Yeah, that'll be exciting. And Brett, I think that's <laughs> the same year that Brett's club in uh, New England's looking to get going as well, isn't it? It? Is. It, so- it sounds like things are really gearing up towards the, the 26 World Cup over there. It really is. It really is. Yeah, I think everyone's getting excited about it. So you feel the m- momentum of people trying to buy clubs and get them going. And, you know, the sport's the world sport. We all know that. So, But it's it's starting to really – and, again, since I, since I you know, pl- uh, started playing in 96, which is a long time ago, as we know, but I played for Tampa Bay Mutiny there. It was like, eh. I wasn't sure it was going to work. And it got to, like, 2000, 2000, and it was close to folding the league, MLS. It was really close. They were like, and one owner stepped up. He bought, he, he said, I'm going to fund six teams to keep this thing going. And I think by 2010, I mean, it just, from that, just absolutely just took off. And now you're sort of, you know, franchises. We got David Beckham involved in Miami. And it's, yeah. it's a $500 million 
deal now. Stadium's 300 million. You've got to spend that much on the franchise. You've got to buy players for, you know, so now it's really, really took off. And and we're reaping the benefits at the, at the league below where, um, you know, this, the interest, if you can't get an MLS, we still want, we love soccer. So now we want to have maybe a buyer team or purchase team or have a new team in the league below, not looking to get to MLS, but just going on our own, which, you know, which is great too. Mm. Are, are these clubs start sort of starting to make an impact on their on their communities? Obviously, in, in Phoenix, there's Phoenix Rising, Phoenix Suns, the Cardinals. Then you you've been manager of of the Galaxy in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. where obviously mm-hmm. basketball is is big. They're probably never going to pass the Lakers or anything silly like that. But are they starting to make a real impact in their communities now? These clubs? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, I, I again, I, I go back and I didn't think it probably would happen, but. You know, as as you know, it, it takes time. You, you know, building the trust up, building up the franchise name, build, you know, so people can talk about them in the same breath as, you know, say in LA, you know, the Galaxy, the Lakers, LAFC. Now I've got a new team. Oh, oh, not a new team, but it started about three or four years ago. You know, people like um, Will Farrell is an owner at uh, LAFC. I think um, Shaquille O'Neal. I think. Oh, I'm sorry, Magic Johnson. So you got you got some some high end people that are believing in the sport, as soon as they start to, everyone else starts to go, okay, what are, what are we missing out on here? If, if these type of people are getting invested in this, you know, we need to sort of look at it and follow it. So, but they've done a great job I mean, the standards. Great. The, the, um, you know, the people getting involved in buying teams and then running them is, is fantastic. Um, you know, some, I, I think our league average, I think our league averages is sort of eighth in the world. Or, and I don't quote me on that. This is MLS. You know, it's it's sort of above Holland and above some of the clubs, but it's you know, it's it's. I think it's similar to the championship. You know, when they sort of have their yeah. full sort of a, a array of fans and, and clubs running, but it's way up there in, in sort of attendance for, for leagues in the world. So that's a good that's a good sign. Yeah, and just going back to the guys that have, have bought in at Ipswich, I think it it's been pretty notable that they've they've not been scared to bring kind of new investors in along the way as well. It's not just the three of them, is it? They've welcomed in. No. Obviously, Didier Drogba took a stake mm-hmm. in the club himself, mm-hmm. didn't he? And do you think that's something they might look to do in Ipswich along the way if they find someone that they think can add to the party that, oh. you know what, will welcome you in as well? Yeah, I don't, I mean, obviously those three guys I know, you know, very closely. They're, they're not afraid of anything. So if it makes sense to to do that, they will do it. I don't think they need to do it. Um, they have a really good group. Um, you know, the Phoenix Rising groups are incredible. I don't know if um, uh, this made public who's in it, but um, I know a lot of the names that are in it, and it's it's a it's a well stocked, very well sort of um, um, known group of investors that uh, are in there. So um, no, they'll they'll bring in the right people, and then you know Brett uh, Brett is the one that sort of the that sort of the pulls it all together. Um, He'll have his ideas with Burke and Mark, obviously, and um, you know they'll go from there. And just, I, I think the big next step is coming in and, and evaluation of what they have and what they're doing, and what they need to do, and talking to everybody. And you know, hopefully, I can come along with them and introduce them to everyone. That I feel c- can help with a lot of stuff. Um, obviously, it's a it's, it's a business, but I still think you need the good graces of the word around town that. These guys are solid and good people, and let's back them. Let's, let's push. Let's, let's let's get the fans back out to the not back out, but to the games and enjoying themselves and all those things that come with it. Well, hopefully, hopefully that all happens. Um, thank you so much for your time, Frank. Just before just before I let you go, just uh, we've covered it all here, but 
if there was a kind of a message to the Ipswich fans from yourself about these guys, what what would that message be? Just 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 one last message. Yeah, I mean, I, my, my big thing is 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 making sure they they believe in in the the guys coming in. They're going to make a change, and I think that that's what the fans need to hear. They need to hear that it's it's um, they're not buying it for show. They're buying it to make sure that you know the club is taken care of and they want to get promoted. And I think that's the big thing that the fans need to to get you know in their minds that it's not just we're going to stay as we are. We want to grow the club and, and really take it to back where you know where we we I, I hate to use the word belong, but it feels like it's unreal that we're in, you know in League One. Um, doesn't sound right to me. So Championship to Premiership, um, that's the plan. And you know, give these guys time because no you know no clubs. Um, once you get into a club, you you don't always find out what's what it's all about until you get into it. It might take a little bit of time. But these guys are are going to do the right thing and and bring our club back to where we we want it to be. Well, I hope you're right, and I hope uh, all this excitement can turn into uh, what we all hope it can be. Thank you so much for your time, Frank, and really hope you can see you over in, in Suffolk, back where you belong as well, in that yeah, yeah, in not, nice. the not too distant future. Hopefully, see yeah. you soon. Yeah, we'll do. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Appreciate it.